Hi, Tom Bernard here. You're listening to Best of the Family. Enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer for <laughs> He just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Kristen Burt. Ooh, look at that. I threw huh? the name in. It's been Kissenberg. What's up, sister? Not much. I've been up since the crack of dawn watching Simone Biles. Simone Biles what flipping and jumping. What's she doing? Yeah, she's so good. We all got up at like 5 a.m. to watch Team USA win another gold. At what? I don't know. Gymnastics. Gymnastics. I know that Simone Biles. What, what competition is it? The world. Okay. The yep, world going on. The world yeah, competition. The world. Tokyo Olympics next year. I have a question for you. If you heard that Uncle Tommy was going to be on TV, would you get up at five in the morning to watch that? If you flipped, Simone Biles is pretty much the only person I get up for to watch on TV. Oh, okay. So stabbed right in the back. Alex, would you grab that knife out of my back? Yeah. Yeah. Why, just why not just record it, Kristen, like normal people? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Take that knife in well, my back the, and twist with, it. With a live event like Simone Biles, I don't want to eternally like open my laptop and then be spoiled. I mean, uh, even though we knew she was going to win. But see, if anyone else was on TV, I probably would DVR everyone because unless it was big breaking news. You know how I know there's a God now, by the way, Kristen? How? I didn't have a chance to watch one minute of the Twins-Yankees series. Didn't watch one pitch of it because I was traveling for two of the days, so I couldn't watch the the games 
on Friday and Saturday. Then I got home on Sunday. They didn't have a game. And then last night, the game didn't start until quarter to eight, which means I had to go to bed. So I didn't see one pitch of the entire series where the Twins got crushed. What? You know, oh, did we? I they got I don't hammered. Even know. I haven't looked at the computer. They got hammered badly. Uh, they have now lost 16 games in a row in the playoffs. Oh, That is horrendous. That's embarrassing. Yeah, we don't have it the, is, Our pitching is not the greatest. Bullpen pitching, yeah. yeah. Starting pitching is okay. The bullpen pitching is not great. And they, and they commit way too many errors. Way too many. All right, that's enough baseball. Let's talk about other suckwad sports like football. No, actually, the Vikings won on Sunday, so that's good. Oh, God, you'll love this, Kristen. And Ralphie and and Alex didn't hear this either, but I think I talked to other people about this. Oh, apparently we have a package down at uh, Two City. Oh, no. That's good to know. But in any case, uh, what the hell was I just talking about now? I forgot what I was talking about when the phone rang. Uh, You said we're moving. Football? Beyond football. Story. It was beyond football. I don't remember. A story that we have not heard. Movies? No, it wasn't movies either. Television I don't remember. Show? I got distracted because my phone rang. And then it sent me a notification. <laughs> there was a squirrel. Yeah. yeah. Squirrel. There's a squirrel on the field. Squirrel. <laughs> squirrel. I do like that a lot, as a matter of fact. Um, I don't remember what the hell it was. It must not have been all that important. Must not have been. Because none of you know what I was going to say, which means you weren't paying attention either. No, we didn't even get to it. Even nothing ever came out of your mouth. Um, it had to be something to do with movies or something. Or football. 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 You were saying that Joker. You didn't get to watch any other suck wads, and then you said, "Oh well, no, the, Vikings but the Vikings, won. Vikings did win, even though New York Giants are terrible." And then you got a package. <clears throat> and then I got a. And then I got. That was all something I got a package. shiny. Yeah. Nothing caught your eye. Flashing lights. Wait a minute, I got a package? What was in the package? What? I got distracted. Oh, my God. Yeah, with the package. I know. It's a squirrel morning. Sure is. What? You said we got a package at Two City Plaza. You lifted up your phone and said that. Oh, that. I was just kidding. That's why I didn't remember saying that. (laughs) Oh. All right, moving right along. Never mind. What is happening? I'm concerned for my wife today. My wife spent a few days in an old folks' home, and now he's acting like he he aged 100 years (laughs) overnight. to wear pants. I did this just for you. I was at the old folks' home, and Catherine and I actually stayed there for three nights. They gave us one of the rooms. It was, uh, it was moderately so actually, creepy. Moderately <laughs> creepy being in an old like, folks' home. How many people Man, have died? It smelled moderately bad. But I walked into the dining room and I went, I want a piece of bread. <laughs> Just so I'd try to fit in. You want a pudding cup? Lightly toasted. I want a pudding cup. Do you think that those people talked like that when they were young? No. 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 Well, why did, like, why would being old change your accent? Henry. Your vocal cords, everything droops. Everything droops. Ralph droops. has a business <laughs> because <laughs> of that. I, I feed my children <laughs> because of that. Because you're drooping. I think it's this more of a, you know, when... Like, when somebody's on the phone with somebody and you can't hear them, and then the people, even though they're the ones that can't hear, they're the ones yelling... Yeah, I think it's kind of like that. <laughs> or like when a lot of people are speaking to people that don't understand English very well, and then they're mm-hmm. like yelling at them. It's like they're not. That's not helping. No, <laughs> but no, that's that does like, not help at all. That's. It seems like humans' first inclination is to just be louder and slower. Yeah, pretty much true. <clears throat> um, I got to mention this very, very quickly. <clears throat> so Catherine and I are there, 
and there's this guy. He's wearing a uh, World War II veteran uh, baseball cap. Yep. And Henry was his name, and he's about 90. Might have been a little over 90 because well, he, he had to be because. Yeah, served in World War II. Yeah. So he, he was. Well, because Grandpa's 93, and he went in when he was 16. When he was 16. So, yeah, the so, guy had to be 94, 95 years yeah, old. Yeah. So Henry comes out, and we're sitting outside because, you know, we need to get some fresh air for Betty and Don, and air Catherine and I are sitting there. People. Air out the old people. It was wonderful. But Henry comes walking out, and he looks at me and goes, you're sitting in my seat, like that. And I go, hit the road, Jack. And he just started laughing. He thought that was funny. So he sits down next to me. And the reason I'm telling the story is because this is what being a human being is all about. All right? He'd never met any of us. He's sitting next to us. And he started, started Catherine, why don't you tell the story? Because you tell it the best when he said... That so about he was his wife? About his wife. It was unbelievably okay. sweet. So, and he's, by the way, teary-eyed when he's telling this okay. story. Okay, Reader's Digest condensed version. My mother got very ill a few weeks ago and almost died. Then she got out of the hospital. Then suddenly they had to move to uh, an assisted living situation. So Correct. this all's happened, you know, bada-boom, bada-bing. And um, mm-hmm. she's been, ever since she has been unwell, saying every day that she just wishes she would have died she wants to die oh jeez no, no that's just i mean but you know she's 96 and she wasn't feeling well and, and that's she can't just, walk really she, uh, she just can't yeah she's yeah. she's having a hard time she can pick on me she feels she still do that she was not feeling well she's actually feeling better now but okay so this is the backstory for that so this guy is sitting there talking about his wife who died one year ago and he's a Christian, and he's very happy that he's a Christian. Yeah. And his wife, one year ago, was very ill, and she was thrashing around, so they called the priest. And she said, well, I want to go. And he said to her, well, let go and let God. And she looked at her husband, and he said, yes, darling, let go and let God. And she died five minutes later. Yeah. Wow. My mother says, five minutes? I've been trying to die for two weeks. <laughs> 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 but he was teary-eyed when he was telling that story and you could just tell he adored his wife you could just tell by his facial expression yes it was so damn cool i can't even tell you Kristen. but that's what human beings are really like not these crabby bastards that are on tv every night or that's everyone so on twitter or everyone on twitter i've been on or twitter now in seven years mine. so i don't know oh somebody was pretending to be you on twitter what? Oh, oh yeah, I got a I got a message from Mike Bryant the other day. Oh really? Telling me to like click a link, and I was like, "Well, oh. that's oh, obviously not him." Somebody was trying to be dad. Somebody got hacked. It, he was like recommended to Brittany, and she was like, "Your dad's back on Twitter." Just kidding. He said, no, he's not. No, Twitter is a lot you. easier to uh, pretend to be someone. I mean, there's like, there's zero been... verification process. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was like I haven't been on social media in seven years. Glad to be back. That was like your first tweet. Mm. I was, like, oh, was that right? Get Twitter to remove the account. I'm wondering. Because yeah, I'm maybe. not on Twitter. I can't. Well, I, I Cassie I uses the account Wait. to post things about the show and the guests. It's, yeah. It, that's the same one, right? Well, yeah. This is a Tom Bernard podcast. Maybe you need Tom to change Bernard. the password. No, this is Tom Bernard. Uh, like somebody just made a new account. Yeah, you can just put uh, any picture, any name you want. Really? Yeah, you don't have to... Is that kind of an invasion of privacy? Well, you can't put any name you no, want. No, and it... you have to, if you want Twitter to remove it, you're going to have to send like a 
photo of yourself and like a photo of your driver's license to prove that Whatever. you are you. Let and me I mean, oh. it's, it's probably a good idea to get it removed, honestly, because I've had people um, impersonate me as well. And it's, it's Things spread like wildfire in the wrong way, so you kind of want to nip it in the bud as soon as possible. Well, unless it's a very funny parody account, I'd go for that. <laughs> if I was pretending yeah. to be you on Twitter, I'd use the name Kristen Brat. What do you think? Well, what about Kristen Butt? This is or Kristen Butt. That'd oh, be God. Kristen Butt. Hey. Oh God! Is, yeah, I'm sure you heard that What's in the... junior high. Yeah, but it's me too. Oh, yeah, How about exactly. no? I almost, I almost misspoke just now because of stream of consciousness. I was gonna, I was, was going to say, well, I almost said, then I caught myself, I almost said, well, you're a bigger brat than your bigger butt. But then I decided, <laughs> to, let's not say that to a woman, shall we? <laughs> Since we, I've never even met you in butt, person. I'm good. What are you trying to say? I have a big butt, but good. <laughs> what does that look? What are you? I'm just trying to figure out even what that means. Yeah, I don't know. Well, big, you big brat. You heard that all the time. You're, oh, you're yes. such a big brat. Uh, with the so, last name Brant, yes. That's the only thing, oh, the kids, I, that's the only oh, thing they suppose, could come up yeah. with at yeah. that school bus. Catherine Brat. Stop. Like is, Barnyard. Yeah. Barnyard. Barnyard's a big one. The barnyard going. I'm like, yeah, cool. it's true. It's all true. No <laughs> question about it. live on a barnyard. So. And one of my friends at the uh, bus stop, her last name was Link, and I'm like, I don't think you should start. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then exactly. she would have been cool because it's like Zelda. And we could start stink, dink. Come on, let's go. Yeah, that'd be everything. That's like right. when they're trying to make up a, um, a like. On The Simpsons, they want to name Bart something that can't be made fun of. Like before he was named Bart, so they were like, you know, how about this name? Oh, you can call him Loser or whatever, because it rhymed. And then she says, how about Bart? Art, Bart, Dart, E-Art. <laughs> nope, seems good. You <laughs> <laughs> stopped just before F. Just yes. before Bart. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, by the way, did you hear the big news announcement by Elon Musk? No. no I'm he sure makes nothing no. but announcements. Sure yeah. Weird. He made an announcement today that now, Kristen, you're going to have to run out and buy a Tesla. Okay. Her name's been I, on the list I for years. You have to buy a Tesla? You have to buy a Tesla. Everybody in LA has one. Everybody in LA has one, yeah. I had the, one of the first ones in America, actually, but I don't have it anymore. I would totally have one if they were like a third the price. Well, that's true. But in any case, you know what you can get with your new Tesla? <clears throat> a free burger? Nope, you can get your horn. When you honk your horn, it lets out a fart noise. Mm. That's true. I'm not oh, making that, that up. So, so they boy. Put, so it's they a boy put, thing, isn't it? Yes. They put a fart button yeah. in the yes. Tesla. Yes, they did. In like Although a $60, I believe car. that might be illegal. 85000 Because I remember looking up one time the horn laws, and it has to be like a horn sound. It can't modulate at all. So like musical horns, yep, those are illegal. Some places you can have those. The newest Tesla is like 34000 You can have those in East L.A. Yeah. Yes, you can. My idea was a horn. So your steering wheel has like a piano on it, so you can play your horn like a piano. What's wrong with that? It's illegal. So basically, Kristen Bird is behind me at a light. I didn't notice the light had changed to green. So Kristen goes. Oh, and it can also make a goat sound. Oh, it makes a goat sound. That's right. You can make a goat sound with it. Well, that's a lamb. 
But see, I'd be less likely to move to a goat or a fart horn because I'd probably be laughing so hard that yeah. it would hold everyone up to light even longer. Could you do me a favor and just say the word fart horn again? That was pretty funny. Now that's oh, what if I say it has a... in, the, in a Boston accent, it's a fart horn. Yeah, fart horn. Yeah. So, I got a fat Han. You know how Teslas don't actually make any sound? The engine yes. sound you're hearing is like it's a speaker to Just, yeah, simulate because yeah. people find silent cars off-putting. Yes, yeah. they do. Well, you can now make it so instead of an engine sound, it sounds like coconuts. Yes. they have Like, like the horse clopping coconuts from the 20s? That would get real you know, annoying. The, coconut, the Monty yeah, Python very, and the Holy very Grail. Annoying. So yes. it, would, it, it would sound like you're driving through... The Rancho District in Burbank. Because the, horse, the horses are on the street with the horseshoes. That's what it sounds like. There you go. Whatever that is. See, there you go. Yeah. Got it all covered. We got a fat Juan. You think people would get less offended if you, you know, when they're sitting at a light on their phone and you're like, I like to <clears> tap <throat> my horn at these people instead of going insane. <laughs> instead of going. You got a fart. Go. Maybe they would just, maybe they would just go, oh. Why would you come up, Kristen Burt, with a fart sound? Why, why that sound? I don't get it. Arrested a development. Because yeah, we're a bunch of nerdy guys in a room. Yeah. That is true. I, I don't like a real fart. Like, I do not want to smell a fart. I no. don't want to hear a real oh, no. fart. But, like, a you fart don't? sound that is not real what? and there's no consequences of horrible smells is actually really funny. Well, Victor Treadwell, my old roommate. <laughs> He's a very, very large black man from Hollywood, Florida. And we were out one time, and one of the guys we were with farted. And Victor looks at the guy and goes, What, does something crawl up your ass and die? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Okay, Victor. Whatever works, man. Whatever works. We shall take a very quick break. Be right back with Fat Han, Kristen Burt, right after this. Tom Bernard here, and here with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website about a customer near where I grew up, North Minneapolis. They were specifically looking for a community bank. That's right, Tommy, Prestige Products. They had been with another community bank, but when their bank was acquired by a large regional bank, the owner felt like they were just seeing his business for the numbers on the page and not really understanding his long-term plans. So he met with a number of community banks in the area, including us. Luke at our branch in Shoreview met with the owner, they hit it off, and Prestige Products chose to work with us. Incidentally, their favorite part of working with Luke is that he gets excited about the same things that are important to them. Having a clear understanding of your long-term goals makes for a great relationship and our difference maker for your business. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. 
Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. You what? never came to the old studio, did you? The one across? Acme, I think. We had Acme, you did, but not here. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen Burt. When did you when did you move out of Minneapolis, Kristen Burt? Um, 2004. 2004. So do you remember Brad Blanks, the Australian reporter on the KQ Morning Show, the, the entertainment reporter on the KQ Morning Show? I do. Brad's in studio. Oh, he's here. Kristen, how are you doing? Yeah. Hi. We didn't kiss, did we? Did we kiss once? <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe. maybe. Probably. That would be news to me. I had a very dateless few years in Minneapolis. <laughs> <laughs> was it like, what was that movie? Charlize Theron, you know? That, what was that film? Remember that movie? That was awesome. What, the one she killed No, no, sorry. No, I didn't mean that one. <laughs> Kristen, were you a truck stop serial killer? Real nice. That monster, Kristen Burt. Yeah, you, you couldn't get a date to her really fast. You, Kristen, you know what I'm talking about. The one uh, Jason Jason Ritter made it, and she was, you know, it, it was... She was in mini lived in Minneapolis and she was dateless for two years and she was Charlie's Theron. That was yeah, me. That, that was my entire Minneapolis right. experience. I would actually fly back to LA because I had a job that I, I taped once a month and I would be like, "Who wants to go on a date and just like kiss a boy?" Because I was like, "I am dateless in Minneapolis." <laughs> Why Boys were you in dateless here? Were not interested. I don't know. I just was not the Minneapolis type. Why don't you let me handle it? Why don't you call me and go, hey, Tom, I need a date. And I'd go, okay, I'll get somebody for you. She's blonde. That's the only thing. (laughs) Who would you have set me up with? Um, you had a few. You, you knew you some. You had some friends, male friends out there. Yeah, that's very true. That well, I'm trust. I'm just trying to think of somebody who'd be worthy. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. She goes, oh, thank you. No, I do. I don't want you setting me up with the total like. Club, you know, yeah, I want well, like a, a nice guy, and it would have been a very nice house. guy. It doesn't matter, I don't you're, need a nice yes. guy. I've got one in my house right now. You do, <laughs> you're absolutely we're talking, right. We're talking 15 years ago, so that's all right. You can talk about the past, it's good, you know, the good old yeah, days. Yeah, it's totally fine. But I was like, I don't want people to think I'm looking for another one. I'm yeah, like, probably well, not. And th- that movie was Young Adult as well. Young Adult, oh, yeah. Young adult. I do right. remember that movie. All right, so I want to hear Brad Blanks and Kristen Burt talk about showbiz. Oh, right. You know, he's a big buddy of of Ricky Gervais and Robert De Niro. You know that, right, Kristen? (laughs) Well, let's talk. Let's talk Robert De Niro because he had Joker come out this week. This was a big weekend for him. Yeah, for sure. So what's the deal? What's what's happened to him? He's he's getting sued by this, a girl called Graham, right? Is it? This this girl that's suing him for yeah. ten million dollars because he yelled at her, yelled at her, and he did she make him do rub his back when he was in a bathrobe or something? And anyway, um, well, I don't want to. I got to be honest. I do not want to be rubbing my my boss's back while he's in a bathrobe. No. <laughs> Ever. Probably not. But it's Robert De Niro. Wouldn't you do anything? I know. I'm, I know. I'm letting down the whole no. hashtag me too. I'd rub his back. I mean, I'm a, I'm a straight guy, but I love Robert De Niro. And Robert De Niro said, <laughs> "Rub my back, young man." I go, "Oh, right, here you go, Robert." Yeah, yeah. So I'm not going past but the bum. Me, I'm not going to the bum cheeks. Female, you, 
don't want to be rubbing some random dude's back who also happens to be your boss. And I don't want to see him in the bathroom. Even if it's Robert De Niro. Right, right. Like, mm. Yeah, you might be disappointed. You might so, be disappointed. I'm going to pass. It's kind of too bad you weren't. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. You're in that situation, and then you feel like you're going to lose your job if yeah, you don't do it. Right, that's, that's the whole. That's the rub. Yeah. Literally. One of the great moments of my life happened just now, Kristen, because you were talking about Robert De Niro and Brad was talking about Robert De Niro. And as Catherine walked through the door, Brad said... Yes, then I could gra- I could grab his bum. No, no, so I'm not, not going past. Not past the bum past line. The bum. Yeah, oh, not past the bum line. Yeah, this is like what? He yeah. has a little bit of self-respect. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. Thank God for that. <laughs> but well uh, yeah, De Niro's going. The Irishman, and of course, he did a really good job in the Joker. He was good in that. He it was uh, it was interesting in the Joker because he was playing the Jerry Lewis version of oh, right. uh, of. Um, of the great, oh, what's the, the king of comedy? King of comedy. Yeah. He was playing that version of that in in the Joker, and the Joker was very much like the king of comedy, and the Joker was the De Niro character in essence um, in, in that movie. But uh, I enjoyed the Joker, and I, I can't wait to see uh, Tom see it. And again, it's uh, I said this morning on the show, Tom, that, that the Joker could easily be a Sundance movie just about a man that has a mental illness that becomes right, a right. murdering bastard. And uh, <laughs> it's just that it's called the Joker right. and um, right. it's wrapped in the DC Comics world that it's yeah probably got all this heat and, and of course, made $90 million. A lot of kids might have went and saw this and went, oh, my goodness, this is not the DC Comics movie no. I was, no. I was no. looking for. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. So, I thought Kristen was talking. Wow. I'm sorry. I thought you were I'm talking. I'm here, but that was a conversation. Now I'm here. <laughs> Everyone just paused. That, 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 that man in your house must have walked past with his tail down, did he? Does he want a back rub? <laughs> oh, well. Well, now. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Have DC Comics gone the way of violence, the way Mar- Marvel has gone the oh, way Marvel of comedy? Has. Yeah. Well, Marvel's gone the way of comedy. Yeah, well, yeah now that Marvel's in the... Because they were both kind of competing for, like, who can be the funny comic guys? But yeah. I think Marvel kind of won that. So now DC's going to be the gritty comic guys, mm. which, as evidenced by their... What's it called, like, DC Black or something like that? Yeah, Black, yeah. Yeah, it's a new universe, which is, like, a darker version of everything that currently exists. Why does it have to be Black? I don't know. Because Batman is Black. I hope it's not another black. dystopian universe. Kinda. I'm sick to death yeah, of Dystopian universe. it is. I'm so tired oh, of them. God. Gotham <laughs> City is, like, the quintessential dystopia, dystopia so, you know. Gotta love dystopia. Yeah, the- <laughs> <laughs> if I could move there, I would. <laughs> so, Christian, are you uh, as an entertain? I'm not a very good re- entertainment reporter. I'm not really an entertainment reporter. I just try to get people to talk to me, you know, um, on red carpets, and they usually run away from me. And I'm too big, and I'm gangly, and I screw up words. And uh, yeah, anyway. Um, but you're a real entertainment journalist, which is exciting to meet a real life one. Um, Brad's just a poser. Yeah, I'm a poser. Yeah, I just make it up. You know, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't really know what Way I'm doing. Way to sell yourself, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like my mother. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, look, it's such a – how you guys do it day in, day out is fascinating. It's it's wonderful that you can go out there. and um, I struggle to get anyone to talk to me, so that's, that's why I don't really put that entertainment reporter hat on and – you know, um, and a lot of my, as Tom could attest after working with him for 18 years and calling in from New York, um, my best work is when my interviews screw up 
or when I get nervous interviewing someone like well, Charlize yeah. Theron. When you're drunk. When I'm well, drunk. Then you get, <laughs> yes. That's good. Yes, yes. Um, but um, but how is it in LA? How do you, how do you go about your day? What are you seeking or what are you hunting? You know, uh, are you hunting I, I, interviews or what? Yeah, what? How's it work? Every day is completely different, and I I will tell you that some things are pre-planned, and then other when you approach like a long weekend, you hope nobody gets divorced or uh, someone doesn't die because you're like, oh, there goes my long weekend because yeah. that's how quick. Yep. Everything can change when it comes to entertainment news. Um, last night I was at Dancing with the Stars, so I got another Sean Spicer encounter. <laughs> oh wow! Um, is he nice? Love you, me. He, you know what? He is very nice. I, I'm, I, you know, I like to make fun of it, but it, honestly, he's very nice. I think he's been humbled by this experience because the one thing celebrities don't realize, I think they think I'm going to get a nice little paycheck. I'll dance around some sequins. It'll be funny. I'll get some followers on social media. The show's really hard. You're in rehearsal mm. six to eight hours a day. Honestly, everyone has a mental breakdown at one point or another and is in tears. And compared to week one when I first interviewed him, and now this is week four, the chip on the shoulder is gone, which I thought was really interesting. Right. Is he skinnier? <laughs> like, don't you lose no, weight on that show? No. Yeah, you know, everyone does lose weight, but he, he's got, you know, he's a stocky. He's only about 5'3". He's not very tall. Right. Um, he's about he's my height. Five, three. Yeah, he's stocky, so it's going to take. A, yeah, he's tiny. He's really tiny. And in fact, I was in heels last night and towering over him. Wow. So that's interesting that yeah. he was Trump's first, uh, you know, communications director because Trump hates small people. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he, he hates small people. Yeah, yeah he does. That's one of his things. Yeah, he's. And anytime he shows softness or that, Trump will fire you. Yeah, which is interesting too because uh, Scaramucci. Got a job, and he's a little person as well. Scaramucci, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah but I think days. both of them. Yeah. You look at Scaramucci and you look at Spicer; they both talk a very big game, and so that's why I found that's it right. really interesting last night. Where Sean Spicer, I was like, "Oh, he's been humbled by Dancing with the Stars. It took wow. some sequins and some ballroom dancing to do it." But because the first week he had all this like bravado, and he was like, "Yeah." Um, and kind of talking over his partner and not letting her speak. And this week he was like deferring to her. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know who's in charge yeah, now. That's great. Because it's hard. So yeah. but I think both Sean and Scaramucci are guys that can talk a really big game and get away with it until something knocks them down a little bit. So huh. How do you go on new shows now? Obviously, you know, the, the pilot season doesn't exist as much as before. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, how do you navigate that? Because there's fragments now of celebrity, right? Like, like shows will pop up and there'll be someone famous in one area of social media and then another area. How do you navigate that to know what's really hot for the masses? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because you can do a red carpet these days now and go, who is that? And they're like, oh, they're on the new Hulu show or they're <laughs> on the new Netflix show. And it is impossible to keep up yeah. with all of the new content coming because of the, the streaming um, platform. And we've got more coming. Like, that's the other thing. Like, Quibi's coming and Disney Plus is coming. We, Apple TV, we've so much coming our way. So it's better. Most entertainment reporters like myself are starting to specialize more and more. I cover almost exclusively now dance shows. So World of Dance, So You Think You Can Dance, Dancing with the Stars, dance films, dance TV shows. Because there's so much crossover with big celebrities doing musicals and things like that. It keeps my area really clean. That way right. I can focus and I'll know the players and not be stuck. <clears throat> but when I do something like the Emmys, I have to spend a couple of weeks yeah. studying up, making sure I've seen all the shows that are nominated. I'm familiar with the faces. 
and it's a lot of homework. What about the mask singer? You be all, are you in that? Is that your mandate under your? Uh... <laughs> I am the mask singer reporter. No? A massive reporter. You know, um, it winds up in the music category. Yeah. So a lot of my friends who are music reporters have covered The Voice and American Idol, also find themselves covering The Masked Singer. And that's how much people are specializing these days. You wind up in like a category and it's mm. easier for um, media outlets to sort of assign reporters that are now entrenched mm. with uh, not only the cast members, but also the producers, which means that you get behind-the-scenes spoilers or you get set visits and things like that because otherwise you're not going to get a leg up on the competition. Right. Wow. Jeez, this is Jesus. Well, so now, now you can move to L.A. Yeah. Now you can move to L.A. Yeah, but what would I be covering? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fantastic. Well done. Like, you're very... I mean, I, I'd just... I'd get invited behind the scenes, but I'd be the guy behind the uh, next to the donut table eating the donuts and kept waiting for American Idol to finish so I could go and drink the free beer at the uh, Mondrian. <laughs> yeah, um, and then, and then wow. realise it's 2am and have to be on the phone to Tom in four bloody hours. I'd be, I'd be, you know, I'd be cactus drunk and I'd have to sober up and then go on there and play a Simon Cowell interview. That was I've back never, in the O's. I've never seen you sober. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, I'm, I'm five weeks sober right now. So Five weeks? Five weeks, yeah. I'm going to go another four weeks and then uh, then November's just going to be a blur. I'm on one of those Hollywood fasting things. I, I, I don't know. I think that's what they call it. Don't they, don't they all fast out there where you are, Kristen? Yeah. Don't, not... sorry, what was the question? No, no, fasting, no drinking and no eating and all that oh, sort of thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so usually it's um, January. It's dry January. Right. Every, after the holidays, everyone does the dry January. And also, that's when the whole 30 diet starts for everyone. Right. So you go out with friends and everyone's like, I can only eat like a protein and some vegetables steamed, you know. Yeah. And you're like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> but see, what people don't realize is that for us, you really can't overindulge during the holidays because we roll right into award show season, which means like right away it's Golden Globes. You've got to fit into a gown. You can't be like, I ate 20 cookies and now I've got like love handles because there's even gowns to wear. I know, which is third, you know, first world problems for sure. But at the same time, you have to fit into sizes that are provided by the designer, so you can borrow dresses and not buy them. I can just get heavier spanks, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, there you go. Or you can just are not really be... uncomfortable. They are, I and they're hot. It's, yeah, they're hot, and you're wearing them Awful. 16 hours. It's like, and then you have to go to the restroom, and that is a whole battle you don't want to fight. <laughs> You can also just eat 20 cookies and be happy with your body size. Yes, yes that's true. That's the Lizzo. Only, only that's certain Lizzo. ethnicities get away she with that. that. <laughs> only certain yeah. ethnicities. Yeah, and I was also like, if you pick a gown that's like flowy, you could totally do that. But if you're picking something more form-fitting, there's nothing worse than 16 hours in a dress where you feel uncomfortable. Like yeah. you felt like you've eaten six, 16 cookies every single day. Right. You're kind of stuck on that 16 cookies thing, I've noticed. <laughs> like, that's my I limit. I love cookies. <laughs> I love no. cookies. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. I was like, I love cookies. But you know what I love more than cookies? A bag of chips and dip. Mm. Oh, really? What kind of dip? <laughs> yeah. Um, French onion. Little, you, know, you know, honestly, any dip. I'm like, let me tell you. I was like a spinach artichoke dip, a good ranch dip. I don't like French onion dip that much, but uh, guacamole. Mm. But I would rather eat that than eat a meal any day. This is right over the lunch hour. I don't know if you know that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> time. Oh, yeah, exactly. I just <laughs> go, my, here. My go-to dip is top the tater. 
chopped potato. That's the one. Isn't that like. sour cream? Sour cream and onion chive. Yeah. Oh, onion chive. Yeah, that's it's great. On, it's so good on potato chips. Just regular potato chips. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't like dip other than guacamole. It's because you don't like sour cream. So, so I don't like sour cream. And salsa alien. is not a dip? Yeah. Yeah, I do a little dip. salsa, but See, not a ton. All, that's vegan. No oil, no nothing. Oh, yeah. Think about that. Yeah. yeah. We'll take a break. Be right back. More with Kristen Bird and Brad Blanks in studio. <laughs> Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. There, yes, exactly. Look, I'm going to get it out. I'm going to do it. Let's dance. I always like this song. Let's dance. You have to. Timer. All right, I have a question for Kristen Bird and Brad Blanks, both at the same time, and anybody else who's seen the movie. How am I supposed to be afraid of a clown-faced guy whose arms are the size of my fingers? The guy's tiny. Because he's crazy, and crazy Crazy. people have... Great powers. Uh, like I said, if I, he come in and act all crazy, just go, Dad, how are you? <laughs> I'm used to it. Wow. Wow. So your dad was a, was a short guy? Short? Oh, yeah, my dad was like 5'5". Five, five. Oh. <clears throat> my mother was 5'2", and my dad was 5'5". Five, five. Well, you're tall and big and have a big presence. And... My uncles, my, my mother's brothers were big guys. Wow. Yeah. His gene pool's all over the place. My right. gene pool yeah. is all over the place. That's exactly right. Yeah. Were you scared of what came... Kristen, in this movie, or did what do you think? Are we talking about Joker? Yeah. Yeah, I I liked it. Yeah. You know, it's so funny it because I saw it a little bit later than a lot of the press screenings out here. Um, so I was hearing sort of the rumblings. A lot of the critics didn't like it, no. but I'm like, the movie, it speaks for itself. And I will say that I appreciate that it was done at a smaller budget than all the Marvel films. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that it was about the story and not necessarily the special effects. And I think that's what made it successful. Is it disturbing? Does it make you uncomfortable? For sure. But it delivered some really powerful performances as well. Yeah. Not yeah, sure. we have to go see it. What yeah. about the scene with the uh, the little person? That's all I'll say. I reckon that's one of the best scenes I've seen in years. You know, well, we, yes, we don't want to spoil no. it. No. Oh, my You <laughs> don't want to spoil it. Who, That's played, a, who played the little no, person? No, people hate spoilers. If you spoil things on social media, let me tell you, you will get an earful. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, why are you on the internet? <laughs> I will tell you something. We, we have a close family friend, and I wanted to go see a movie about the girl. I think it was called A Girl on a Train or something. Oh, yes. Yep, right, Girl on a Train? Yep. Yeah. Gen- is it Jennifer Aniston, or who was in that? Uh, no, it was the... It was the uh, uh, who is it married it to Jim? Emily Blunt. Yeah, Emily Jim. Blunt. Emily Blunt. Okay. Yeah. So the basically, book is way better. 
My friend yeah. says yeah. to me, I agree. So, what are you doing this weekend? And I said, Oh, Catherine, I think about going to see a girl on the train. Yeah, isn't that kind of weird that it turns out at the end that she did blah, 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 blah? He told me the ending yeah. of the movie. Yeah. No. It's like, no. what are you doing? That's Gene. What's wrong with him? Well, that, the book works so well because it was in London, and you can, and in London, people drink a lot of wine. I don't know how much wine Emily Blunt, if she was American, would drink on a daily basis. I'm not sure. I, I just thought it was a cultural reach to go from a British book to an American suburban yeah. woman. If yeah. that, I know, I'm yeah, not really it didn't work. Didn't it work. didn't work the way they adapted it. it yeah. The book is fantastic. Yes. So really good. Anyone that is curious about it, just go and go to Amazon and That's, get, you know, I want to see Tom wrapped up in bed, reading that on his Kindle in bed with his hot cup of cocoa. Yeah. <laughs> what am I reading in bed? Yeah, the girl on the train. Yeah, the girl on the train. Yes. <laughs> I got my shawl. <laughs> I want a piece of bread. Yeah. I'll do that again. It'll be wonderful. There's no doubt about it. Oh, you know, think, uh, Catherine's a grandmother. She lived to be, what, 102 or something? No. Don's mother? No. I thought she lived to be 100. No. Pretty close. 92, I think. No, she was older than that. I don't know. She was older than that. I was nine. But we'd go visit her in Jamestown, North Dakota, once a year or whatever. And there was a woman in there. And so, in other words, I was probably 31 or 2. Yeah. I was like 31 years old, 32 years old, something like that. There was a woman in that uh, rest home, as they call them, a rest home, convinced that I was her husband. Wow. She was absolutely, every time I went, every, and from year to year, she'd remember me as her husband, yeah. right? And it ended like this every time, Kristen. So she'd come on, we go, where have you been? I said, what do you mean? <laughs> I, well, I, you said you were going to be coming home last night and you never came home. I'm like, well, I, I, you know. So then I would finally separate myself from her, and I'd be standing there. And if I didn't watch what I was doing, she would come up behind me and pinch my ass. Like there, it actually hurt too. Wow! She'd come up and pinch so, me. So all right, let's go back to her actual life. So she let her husband. She wasn't upset that he would go over, overnight, stay somewhere else. I guess she'd actually then go for the grab the following morning. No, no, in a right. mean way. This was not a oh, sex. Oh, wasn't thing. It was a nice a, grab. No, right. it was mean. Oh, right, she, was, yeah. she was trying to hurt me. Right, she said she was a mean ass grabber. Right, <laughs> that's exactly right. She was a mean ass grabber. Jeez. The ass grabber. Yeah, ass oh. grabber. Oh, I was hoping for a different story too. When you put on that gruff voice. It did scare me because you oh, painted yeah. a good picture of what this old duck was like. Oh, yeah. No, she was, was, let me just tell you. I thought it was going to be more seductive and that she might that have... That was not seductive. Well, she was about 1,000. Right. When, when my aunt went into a nursing home, she went into... It was... there. My father was... We were standing by the front desk and this very nice-looking, you know, eld, elderly lady in a wheelchair. She was nicely dressed. She had her hair done. She was at the front door and my dad said, Oh, can I help you? Can I open the door for you? She says... Well, yes, that would be lovely. So he opens the door. She starts going through. Alarms start going oh, off. Oh, no. Orderlies Whoa. come running. They grab her, and she's like, <laughs> she's like, you fucking assholes. Get away from me. Don't touch me, you bastards. <laughs> We're like, oh uh, whoops. Whoa. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently she was in memory care. Right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah. memory cake. She was yeah. trying to escape. Yeah. Oh. Cool. I was, but she seemed so calm and relaxed, and she put on an act. I couldn't tell that anything <laughs> was weird about her at all. She looked very normal. Something that was sad <laughs> to me at the place was like. I'd walk by an old person and I'd be like, hi, how are you? And they'd be like shocked that I was talking I know, to them. I know. Yeah, they do like, that. oh, hi, young lady. Just like so surprised. Because I feel yeah. like old people, nobody even acknowledges that they're... Oh, absolutely. You know, it's so sad. We're not very nice to seniors. Well, I mean, look at the... Especially when they're driving. <laughs> Who are you, old bastard? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Probably a thousand. Get sure. out of my way. No, we're horrible. I'm in a hurry to go do nothing. Oh, God, there was a great movie, Where's Papa? He's going to put her in an old folks' home. And Paul Sorvino is like the custodian at this <laughs> retirement home. It's called <laughs> Gus and Grace's Paradise Village was the name of it. The name of the movie's called, oh, if you've never seen Where's Papa? It is one of the funniest movies ever. It's dated now. It's in the 60s, oh, but yeah, not- really phenomenal. But... Sorvino's just this crabby Italian guy who's just sick to death of old people. (laughs) (laughs) And this one person goes, hey, you, I want to talk to Grace. He goes, there ain't no Grace. Goddamn Grace is dead, this son of a bitch. I wish there was a Grace. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's, That's... Look, so 1970. Uh, 1970, right. Yeah, all right. And oh, is that a good George movie? George Siegel. Yep. Uh, all right, this Cat, is great. Catherine what? Hepburn. She plays oh. the mother in it. Yeah, who was the... And there was another woman in there. Rob Reiner's in it. And it was uh, uh, directed short. by Carl Reiner. That's correct. Yeah. Great movie. And I mean a great movie. It's very, very funny. It was... Um, She's short, little first little woman. Right? Yeah. I uh, can't think of her name. Oh, What's Catherine Hepburn? Ruth Hepper, Gordon? Ruth Gordon. That's Gordon. exactly. It wasn't That's... Catherine Hepburn. It was Ruth Gordon. Yeah, you're absolutely say it's right. it's not Catherine Hepburn. No, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Ruth Gordon. She was phenomenal. In... Oh, yeah. She won an Oscar. Yeah. She did. Yeah, it was good. I mean, you, you need to see that movie. Right. Ralph, you would love that movie. I don't know. Oh, you would love, you love it. It's about two Jewish brothers who, when their father dies, they promised Dad on his deathbed they'd never put Mama in a home. So there are all these battles, and they're running through Central Park getting mugged because one lives on one side of the park and one lives on the other side of the park. So they get mugged like every night. It's phenomenal. <laughs> hey, man, we're going to put you in a movie. movie's called Naked Prey. You ever seen the movie Naked Prey? <laughs> well, you better stop praying because you're going to be naked. <laughs> it's phenomenal. How do you remember that? That's oh, amazing. It's one of the he's great watched movies it a hundred times. A thousand. Is- maybe a thousand. Yeah. Oh my it's God! Incredible. It's a great movie. Right, where's Popper's? Like, that's all right. I'm going to do a deep where's dive on this. Papa? All right, Kristen, that's our homework. You're an entertainment journalist. We're going to go out and watch Papa. Where's Popper for Tom. Watch, right. watch. I love it. Oh, Kristen, you would love Where's Papa because George Siegel and Ruth Gordon are so incredibly good in it. Well, everybody's it. Ron Liebman's in it. Ronald, Le- uh, is that his name? I think is Ronald Liebman. Yeah, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, he's in it as the younger brother. Uh, it's the whole damn movie from start to finish is really really good so in any case now you've got homework and also go see harold and maude i think that was oh, Ruth I love Gordon. That, movie. That, that might have been when she won the is she won the oscar for that or for harold and maude yeah maybe because she was great maybe, in that yeah. too she was incredibly good in that movie too Whatever happened, she croaked now, I'm sure. Yeah, but she died in 85. 85? Oh, yeah. oh, man. Wow, that was a long time ago. Indeed. 
But yeah, the old movies like that, I just, I loved that movie, man. When it first came out, I did. I went and saw it like once a week. <laughs> I just loved it. I thought yeah, it was the cinema here in yeah, Where yeah. was your cinema here? It was called the Westgate over right. in Edina. It's right by the where the convention right. grill is. The, they just tore the building down, as a matter of wow. fact. Did you see that, Catherine? They no. tore down the Guestway, the Westgate Theater. I didn't know they did, no. I mean, it's been closed for years and years and years, but they finally tore the building down. It's too bad, because that's the first place I ever saw Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I saw many great movies in that building. Jeez. Sons of bitches tearing it down. Yeah, that's These cineplexes. Probably building yet more apartment complexes. Yeah, let's build more apartment complexes. Oh, that's what we need. What? But, you know, Kristen, you wouldn't even recognize Minneapolis-St. Paul because it's all apartment buildings yeah. now. Everything's Everywhere. an apartment building. Oh, wow. It's been a while since I've been there. I think, like, 2008 was the last time I visited. It's been a while. Are you coming to Key West? Because Brad's going to come to yeah. Key West. We'll get, yeah, we'll, get, we'll have a good time. We'll be there. What's that, March, February, March? Uh, yeah. February or March, yeah, that's exactly right. There you go. Look so, at Tom throwing around these amazing invites to great parts of America. Yeah, what do you think of that? Nashville, and you got... I've never been to Key West. Okay, well, you, you, can you come? I'll make sure you're invited if you can come. Yes, okay, yeah, okay. invite me. But don't well, forget about inviting me. I'm, not, I'm inviting like, you right well, now, so I can't like forget. You invite me a day before everyone's going. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kristen, you should come style. along in an hour. <laughs> exactly. And you're probably That's getting fitted then for the Oscars, too, around that time. So, oh, you know what we got to do? The Oscars are early this year. They're February 9th. Oh, wow. Why? It's early. Uh, that is uh, a month early, isn't they it? Want, they wanted to change the award show season. So everything is like super, super early. Um, oh, yeah. And then everyone realized it's going to be a really bad idea. And next year, 2021, it'll go back, or the following year, 2021, they'll go back to the normal schedule because they realize it not only does the, if the Oscars take a different placement, then SAG Awards have to take a different placement. Yeah. The Grammy Awards have to take a different oh, placement. Yeah. It, it, it's a whole <laughs> mess. Feb so 9th is crazy because that weekend was always the Grammys after because the, you have the Super Bowl and then it goes oh, into right. the Grammys. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And now it's yeah, February 9th Oscars. Switch their date. But, yeah, it, it pissed everybody off in Hollywood. So yeah. uh, they realized. And the Oscars don't have the clout. I mean, to win an Oscar still is a great honor, but the Oscars as a show itself yeah. doesn't have the same clout as it used to. No, no it doesn't. Even not. since I've been covering, the first year I covered was 2006. And it's really amazing to watch the decline in how people care about the show. And um, even the events around it have gone down quite a bit. It's a fraction of what it used to be. So here's what we're going to do in Key West. You and Catherine are going to get boozed up. And then we're going to take you on the ghost tour. Hmm? <gasps> I love ghost tours. Oh, they, got the, they have the original Robert the doll, the real, real doll. From like what is 110 years uh, ago, something a like that. A long time mm-hmm. ago, yeah. It's the actual doll the is there. You want to see what? The cat. Yeah. Uh, oh, the cat. Yeah. Hemingway's house. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They, all yeah, the six toed the yeah. six toed cats. Yeah, exactly. They're all there. Yeah. But this Robert the doll, if you don't say hello to him, he comes and haunts you. Apparently, that's what they say. When you walk in, do not touch the glass. He does not want you to touch the glass and say hello to him, or he will haunt you. Oh, if you want wow. a good background on Robert the Doll, you should listen to the podcast Lore yeah, on Lord, Robert Lord, the Doll. <clears throat> Lore and Robert the Doll was a really good show. A very good episode, and it's creepy as hell. Mm-hmm. It is creepy as hell. Well, 
They would go and honest God, they would they'd go into the room and the doll would be sitting by the window. They would go out in the kitchen, come back in the room and the doll would be sitting by the front door. I was like, okay, well, that'd be a little eerie, don't you think? There's all these letters written from mostly kids, I think. Yeah, it's there like, are letters everywhere. I'm sorry I laughed at you. Ever since I laughed at you, my, you know dog got run over and my bike was stolen (laughs) and i know it's because i laughed at you i'm very very sorry robert can you please forgive me yep yeah it's like wow it is a great trip Kristen. february march whenever it is you and brad got to come to key west are you coming to key west ralphie no because because we go we have uh, vacation plans it's right over the oh that's right it's over uh what do you call it valentine's Valentine's weekend no rosh hashanah is was a week ago was a week ago. This is Yom Kippur right about now, isn't it? Yom Kippur. I think mm. so. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow's Tomorrow. Yom Kippur. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that's good. You're going to have a blowout after the Oscars, Kristen. There you go. Yeah, see? Yeah. Launch straight into it. That would be totally fun. Yeah. Can I bring my brother? <laughs> oh, yeah, so you can <laughs> battle. You can argue with your brother. That would be wonderful. Actually, that would be kind I, of fun. I'm very careful about arguing with my brother in person. He's a very big guy. He's like a foot taller than me. <laughs> a foot? He's a foot taller than you? Yes. How he's, tall he's are you? He's a big guy. He's huge. I'm 5'3". He's about 6'3", and he has about 100 pounds on me. He's all muscle. My God, that's amazing. He's a beast. He's a beast. Well, that's complimentary right there. Yeah. All right, sister, another great week. What, Brad, we always say this. Uh, Kristen's hour every week goes by in a flash. You just, are you going to save it to Brad when he leaves? Yeah, no. I'm going to say, you know who sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. Kristen, we'll talk to you next week, but make plans. Key yeah. West, sister. Lovely to chat, Kristen. All right, sounds good. Bye. Bye. Oh, sorry. Lovely Bye. to chat with you. Bye. Oh, yeah, nice meeting you. Yeah. See ya. We'll be Bye. back with the family. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer is rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? And I just had no answer. for. <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. <laughs> Now we're rocking, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Angelo, one thing I will tell yes. you is that 
It's a good thing that this is not a news show today because the news today might be as the craziest it's ever been. Really? Uh? People have lost their minds to things now. Uh, the mayors of Minneapolis and St. Paul, the mayor of Minneapolis has been in the news a lot nationally because he told uh, Donald Trump to take a hike from yesterday and all the rest. There's JB. Right. Hey, JB. JB, what? I was lost. Now lost? You've been here before. I was lost, but now I'm found. Anyway, what was I talking about? I We're talking about the mayor of Minneapolis. <laughs> oh, yeah. So there's a big article today about how handsome he is, and oh my God, what a hunk, and the mayor of St. Paul, oh my God, how handsome are they? And I thought, what if they said that about two female mayors? Right. right. Can you imagine the fit that people would be having? He's, oh my God, those two women are so beautiful. Well, it's funny. You know, it's funny you say that because uh, you know, I got into Air Force One. I landed in Minneapolis yesterday, <laughs> oh, yeah. and they shut down downtown. I was around. I was telling Brian this, and it was like everybody's going. Oh, I don't know who's going to go. Trump was like a Who concert. Yeah, oh, it yeah, was like I know. the Who and Metallica had come to Minneapolis. <laughs> People were lined up, and we drove around downtown. And I'm like, well, nobody's going to go to that. And I know the mayor was trying to charge the city five hundred thirty thousand dollars, half a million dollars to yeah. the president. And right. it's like, and, he, and I can see what he's doing. He's making his bones with his uh, with his constituents. Thank you. But <clears throat> funny enough, it's like I think it's hilarious and. And and people are like, well, who's going to go to this? And they ran out of tickets. I know. Somebody told me that 70,000 people bought tickets to a 20,000-seat arena. Well, but that's um, going to be that's tough. amazing. I'm hoping that's not true. because, But, no, it's a situation where I, I to tell you the truth, Angela, uh, and uh, Brian, where'd you grow up? Uh, the upstate of South Carolina. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I never thought I would see a Republican president sell out an arena in Minnesota. In Minnesota? Very, very liberal state. Well, or is it sold out because, like, people were buying the tickets so people couldn't go? Because that I would expect from a Minnesota. <clears throat> no, they, they, there were so many people downtown yesterday. There was, was a lot of people. I think it was more people from the more rural communities up yeah, north. Yeah, I think it's right. conservative part of the state. It is, yeah. Willing to travel yeah. to come see their hero. But that's a long... Do you think he's their hero, or are yeah. they just afraid of, all, of the no, other side? I think yeah. every president is half the country's hero. Well, that's true. Look at the way true. they talked about Obama. They still think that he's a hero. A lot of people still think that uh, JFK, he was a hero. How about you know? How about Ted but, Kennedy? He only killed somebody. Ted. I don't think anyone thinks he's a hero. <laughs> oh the, yes, they about, did. The Lion of the Senate. Well, Gerald Ford, Ford. My favorite. <laughs> Gerald right? Ford. And he got it. He was the he was the leader of the House, right? Because Agnew oh, was yeah, up yep. on charges. That's the right. Greek. We would have had a Greek president, a but Greek that never that never happened, baby. Tom. And then you know uh, Richard. Well, you know we know what happened there. But I think yeah. it's, it's you know I live in very Democrat liberal California. Right. Where, where do you live in? Uh, I live in Los Angeles, oh, in Valley right Village, in right oh, in LA. Okay. Yeah, sure. But my you know coming from Canada, which I that's why I find I have such a good association with Minnesota. Yeah, oh, it's this is Canada. It's like Canada. I, mean, <laughs> I, I sound like everyone from here. It when, is true. And you know whenever I'm in LA, they always ask me, "Are you from Chicago or Wisconsin?" Or no, I always tell them I'm from Minneapolis. Oh, yeah, I can hear it. I can hear it. Oh, right? yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, you get up north, man, you'll really hear you it. You really I hear was... it up there. Oh, God, yes. But they but they so, it's amazing to me because coming from a socialist state like Canada, and, and it's always, the, well, you guys have free health care in Canada. It's not free. They take not half free. your paycheck. Exactly. It's not so I, I wear it free. God, 
But it's that perception. It's yeah, that perception that, you know, well, it's free in Canada. Well, there's first of all, there's more people in California than yeah. all of Canada. That's right. Yeah. So that, that makes such a big difference. But I always like <clears throat> stirring the pot. So they say, what do you think? I go, well, I, I, I'm i still a permanent resident. I have a green card. That's right. I'm, I'm legal. I'm and I pay tax. <clears throat> you pay a lot of taxes. Because I'm used to paying tax. Yeah. Coming from Canada. Right. No, it's exactly. You know, but, but I was like, I, I in Canada you could go left or right, nobody cares. Right. But, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But in California, oh, it's like they they go. They, I mean, I've had to break them up. I've had to break up at the cigar shop I hang out at, Tom. I've had to break up fist fights, <laughs> literal Over fist politics. fights. And these guys are all kind of the same people. Ugh. How did, why did they get so worked up, do you think? I mean, listen, the difference between these people is minuscule. I mean, right. literally, the only difference between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump is she has bigger breasts, but not that much bigger. <laughs> but not right. much, by much. They're the same person. Well, they're both basically. elitists. They're both elitists, you can see arrogant that I, as hell. They are. And, I mean, everybody said to me, why didn't Hillary get in as president? I think she may be even more elitist yes. than Donald. At least Donald somehow tries to bring it down to, like, look. I'm not a politician. I'm a businessman. Right. And being, but it's so funny in California because I don't, I don't really fit in. You know, my my daughter goes to this nice school, and all the parents are, you know, Hollywood type parents. Oh, they God. work in studios and stuff, and we have to proper use proper terms and proper language. And we had this issue about, and this is where the comedy comes in, Tom. We have an issue. <laughs> we have an issue about in. homeless like in, yeah, in Los yeah, Angeles. Right. It's a real problem it's in California. It's a real problem. Yep. And they, in Sherman Oaks, I live in Valley Village. Sherman Oaks, the city wants to propose they have uh, real estate where they want to build a shelter to help homeless people with fresh water, food. Right. And I think it's a good idea. So the, they were talking about it at this parents in a, a teachers thing, and they turned to me and they said, "Well, uh, you know, I think they, they're always like, you know, it's a great idea, but you know, I think it'd be more appropriate somewhere else." And then I called the woman out on it. And I said, "Well, of course, it's a more appropriate somewhere else because you don't want it in Sherman Oaks because your real estate value is going to plummet." Yeah, it's called yep. not in my backyard. Yeah. Not in my backyard, yeah. right? And she goes, "No," and she says, "You're projecting." <laughs> I go. I'm not, all the keywords. Man. I'm not. You know, you're projecting. I go. No, stop. This isn't. Uh, don't use the psychology on me. Let's just call it what it is. Right. I don't want it in my neighborhood. And then I said, Well, you know, a better proposal. Why don't we have a shelter in every community in Los yeah. Angeles area? Yeah, Forty five. And then you could hear the hush. And then one guy mm-hmm. was looking at me like, because you know what they do in Brentwood and, and Bel Air and Beverly Hills. No. They they give vouchers to the homeless. So what they do is they take they give them money or vouchers and yeah. they have a shuttle and they send them to Silver Lake. Oh my God! So they're like, hey, well you know we got some money for you. There's a hot meal. You take a shower. Just get on this shuttle. Get on yeah. the shuttle and, and get go out. there. <laughs> and they figure the migration pattern will take four to six months before they come back. Right. So and then and it's not deemed and it's deemed the the. The business people in California are like, well, we're helping out. In a, in a sense, they are helping out the homeless. In a sense, yeah. By helping themselves. By getting them out of their town. Yeah. And if somebody said, well, that's not right. I go, well, then you should pony up some money. But I thought, brilliant. Don't argue with them or fight with them. Just ship them, them out. 
Yeah. Like FedEx uh, them or UPS them. <laughs> hey, you get a hold of to Bezos. Amazon's got delivery. They can deliver yeah. down there. That's good. He made $11 billion tax-free. Oh, God. It's, still, it's so annoying to me. What are we doing wrong? He treated the post office like it was his little toy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, he hammered the post office. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's just, it's just... And now we got, of course, the NBA... Uh, hey, I'm in favor of freedom. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I can't be pro-freedom uh, because it's going to cost you money because of China. Well, yeah, it's because China owns a stock in, like, almost all the major companies. So they can't say anything bad about China because no, it's hurt their bottom line, and that's all they care about. Well, yeah, because the other part of that is that is part of league revenues, Mm-hmm. Right, and they're counted that money already. So they said mm. if that money doesn't show up, players' salaries will drop. Well, oh, so as soon as it costs you some money, now it's a bad deal. Yeah. Right, and we don't want those poor players. Right, to make I know for money. real. I mean, they're barely scratching oh, yeah. by as it is. I know you get to buy on what ten, fifteen million a year instead I, of thirty. Poor guys, do it. poor guys. How's it going to happen? But isn't it funny though, Tom, that it's dictated? You made a good point by the agents. And by the is, uh, yeah. and by the league owners because I think they're trying to expand the NBA. Aren't they yes. looking at yeah. China and Mexico yep. and all yep. these places, right? Yep. And like all the leagues are are <clears throat> looking to expand, and it's always a bad thing. We should stand up for what's right until money's involved, right? And then I saw that whole thing where you know they're about the whole freedom and and democracy, and it's like yeah, it's free until you get paid. Yeah. No, that's exactly it. I just, all the guy did was say, you know, what, freedom, some blah, blah, blah. And he got, it wasn't God bless Hong Kong, but it was something Hong Kong, whatever. People had such a fit about this. This is a country, China, which is responsible for almost all the plastic in the ocean. Right. Yeah. They Most kill people if they don't agree <clears throat> with them. Yeah. I think yeah. you literally will be. How many Muslims are in China, again, that are that are in prison? It's Tons of yeah, them. they just put them in prison. <clears throat> they just put them in prison, yeah. But yep. apparently, we're supporting them because they have money because they got the cash. Great. That's great yep. news. That's well, Hong, news. it's funny, Tom, because Hong Kong was at 97 when the British gave it back, yeah, yeah. And then what happened was that the people that were living in Hong Kong panicked because they were having this, you know, this whole uh. Living a life of uh, you know the rich, mm-hmm. meaning that you know they were living in a, a in a democracy, and uh, what ends up happening was they said they go to Canada. That's why Vancouver is called Hongcouver, Hong- because for two hundred yeah two hundred fifty thousand dollars you get Canadian citizenship. Really? The, so they all went to Canada, oh. and that's why the real estate markets have flooded up in Vancouver, right? Because right. they were like two hundred fifty grand, like big. That's nothing. And I think they they're, they're, they were capitalists. I mean, the Chinese to me are the most capitalist communists. No doubt about. It. They're not communists. They're not communists. They're flat out capitalists. <laughs> but you're not included. <laughs> right. right. That's the big difference. And I agree. And I agree with the tariffs. I do. Too. I do. I, I, I think it was overdue. I agree. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and if it does enhance jobs in America, and people go, "Well, it's a narrow way of looking at it," but it's not. We weren't putting enough. They were taxing the crap out of American stuff, and they we weren't hardly doing anything to them. Right, that's exactly and right. Trump knows all about that kind of stuff. That's where I think it's benefit. You know, and I know somebody's listening now going, oh, he's a Trump lover. No, <laughs> I'm for common sense. Right. 
No, it's, all, it's common sense, you know, and it's like, I mean, I didn't, I'm, I'm at the House of Comedy. I didn't put 30,000 people at the Target Center last night. Donald Trump did. Yeah, he did. That's, <laughs> well, and, and seriously, I, I, I was surprised by that. And I think you're right, Brian, that, it, that it, the people came from, from the, you know, outstate area and all the rest of it. Yeah. But I never thought I would see that many people show up for a rally on a Thursday night in Minneapolis for a Republican that they all hate. Well, you know, it's, it's for as much credit as people gave Obama for getting young people involved in politics, especially yeah. when he was initially running. Right. Trump, and I can't t- begin to tell you how much I just don't like the guy. I understand. Ha- has, has increased that a hundredfold. Yeah, that's Everybody true. is now, yep. whether they have any business being involved in it or not, mm-hmm. everybody has something to say about it. Everybody's more aware of what's going on. Everybody has more of an opinion that that they're vocalizing. Who's the black woman in the in the four? Uh, the Ilan Omar, uh, Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris. No, it's it's. Oh God, what is her name? OAC. <clears throat> no, she's Not black. Her. Black. Can't remember. But she uh, wanted to lower the voting age to sixteen. That's <laughs> sixteen. Maybe you think it text their vote in. Yeah, text your vote in. If text any, your vote in on Snapchat. Anything, it should go up. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It should go up. You're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. Right. But you know they were bitching at AOC this morning. Speaking of her, they were bitching at her because she got her hair cut and it cost three hundred dollars. Isn't it pretty much her business how much she wants to spend on getting a haircut? Right. That's true. I mean, I don't like the woman. She's got a big mouth bartender, but other than that, it's her. But you want to spend three hundred bucks on a haircut? Good but she could have got a haircut for fifty and given another five haircuts out for free. Yeah. Well, that's and what the spirit this of. All about. Yes, exactly. But do you, do you think that Trump wakes up in the morning, and looks in the mirror, and goes, Trump? Trump. I think he loves oh, yes. the yeah. sound of his voice yes. and name, right? Yes, yes. I think he just looks in the mirror and goes, Trump. <laughs> I have this thing. I, I bet you he spends a half an hour a day looking in the mirror and saying his name. Yeah. I, I, and, and if anybody's listening to this will probably agree. I don't know. I, I mean, he, he defines narcissism. For he does. <laughs> yeah. He does. There's no doubt There's about that. There's a picture that. of him next to the word narcissism. Narcissism. The, He's going, yeah, that's me. Dic- I'll tell you dictionary. what, though. You ever talk to Donald Trump? Because I have a couple of times. Yeah. And if you talk to him, honestly, so, Brian, I'm Trump and you're me. Or you're you, actually. So, uh, Brian, i got to tell you, the smartest <laughs> person I've ever talked to in my life. That's what he does. Yeah. He, he does how that to you, right? you are. Right. So then he can talk about how wonderful he is. Right. Yeah, he is, right. Yeah. He opens guys. that door. He, he, he actually says wonderful. that, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tom, In other words, okay, you. your turn. <laughs> I don't know right? if the people listening right now know this, but Tom is the highest-rated radio person since Marconi. and you know, he, just, he, just <laughs> gets, he just strokes the piss out of you. So yeah. you go, you know what, Donald? You're a great You're guy. You're a great guy, Donald. <laughs> I love you. Reverse psychology. Yeah, it is reverse psychology. Look, all of these people, I, I, I joke once in a while about the fact that I, I look at presidents and I go back through the roster, and I, I got to George Washington and realized I don't like any of these people. No. Right. You know, they're just not my kind of people. They all have their own personal agenda. Yeah, they they all are really, at the end of the day, they're in it for themselves in Correct. some capacity. They all have an agenda yeah. that they want to fill. No, there's no question about that. And especially now that corporate America is so heavily involved oh, in politics, God. it's really, they're just in it to see how much money they can make before they get voted out. Well, they're all billionaires by the time they yeah. leave. What the hell is that all about? Which is easy to do when you don't have to pay for health care and transportation yeah. well, and for the rest of your life. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> ever. You're also allowed inside trader 
Yes, uh, you are. Yeah. If you're a politician, yeah. you can do insider most trading po- in the country. <laughs> any other country in the world's all, it's 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 inside. Yeah. Uh-huh. But here, if you're a politician, when Obama had remember he put that uh, five hundred billion or million dollars in California and that oh, and yeah. the solar oh, and uh, yeah, the the Pelosi company. and all them have been buying shares. Yeah. And they made a bank on it. They made a lot of money. And I'm thinking, wait a second, is then this? Then it went under. And it went under then because it, went it was under, yeah. infused with government money. So they right. didn't get in and it sell out. Mm-hmm. But isn't that funny how, is that allowed? Like, I mean, oh, no, they're allowed. How are they allowed? <laughs> how are they allowed? <laughs> going to take a break. We'll be right back. Angelo Tsarukas in studio. He is at Rick Brown's House Comedy tonight. Tomorrow night. You doing a Sunday show as well? And Sunday also. And Sunday yeah. as well. I wanted Sunday. to make sure. We'll be right back. Yes. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me. And it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Tom Bernard here, and here with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website about a customer near where I grew up. North Minneapolis, they were specifically looking for a community bank. That's right, Tommy, Prestige Products. They had been with another community bank, but when their bank was acquired by a large regional bank, the owner felt like they were just seeing his business for the numbers on the page and not really understanding his long-term plans. So he met with a number of community banks in the area, including us. Luke at our branch in Shoreview met with the owner, they hit it off, and Prestige Products chose to work with us. Incidentally, their favorite part of working with Luke is that he gets excited about the same things that are important to them. Having a clear understanding of your long-term goals makes for a great relationship and our difference maker for your business. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Let's dance. I just love the fact that at the rally, <laughs> no, yeah. Paisley Park is flipping out. Oh, I know, because he played blue, Purple Rain. They played oh, Purple Rain? They did not like that oh, at all. Wow, that was bold. Yeah. <laughs> well, I get, I get, Were they swaying? Purple yeah. Rain, Purple Rain. Well, no, like they, um, what was it? Like, I guess he's used some Prince songs before he has, when he was yeah. campaigning. Right. When he'd come well, yep. here, because everybody who comes here has to... Right. You know, Prince. But I'm surprised you use that song because it's a it's a, not environmental. Purple rain. I know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you shouldn't use it. Purple rain, you're poisoning us. Yeah. <laughs> it's been more like let's go crazy. Yeah, but, uh, really. 
Yeah, so now, and I guess he used it again last night at Target Center, and they're flipping out about it. Yeah, the heirs do not like that and said, you will not do that again. You know, it's funny because the, you're talking about the, the news media and whether it's television or the press or certainly Hollywood. Oh, my God, Hollywood's got such an agenda. Huge. I will give you an example of how the news media loves to spin stories and slant stories to benefit themselves. There's a picture of Donald Trump going like this, right? And again, I'm, I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm not an anybody supporter. I don't like any of these people, right? <clears throat> but he's standing like this. He's talking. He's like... Right, And under him it says, crowd chants lock him up at Minneapolis Trump rally. So you would think if you just read that, they were talking about locking up Donald Trump. Right. right. No. They were talking about locking up Joe Biden. But right. the headline makes it look like they wanted to lock yeah. up Trump. The right. news does that all the time yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, would you just tell the truth? Oh. Yeah. But the truth doesn't pay the bills. No, the, the, the right. truth is boring, true. and there's no you're friction right. and tension there. You're 100% right. There's no question about it. And I, I was surprised last night that Donald Trump didn't uh, say, I told Kevin Hart to wear a seatbelt, but he didn't. <laughs> How do you get in a 720-horsepower car and not wear a seatbelt? Right. Uh, yeah. What the hell's wrong with yeah. you? Okay, let me tell you something. There's something weird about that. I agree. Because yep. he was with his trainer and girlfriend. Yeah. The car went off in the ditch in Mulholland. He got up and went back to the house and then called 911. Correct. So even, I mean, come on. Everybody, it, th- there's something about what happened there. And my friend's the L.A. County Sheriff, and he goes, no, that doesn't sound right. No. They found them. He left. Who knows what was going on, right? Exactly. But nobody. But but the thing is, and don't get me wrong, I like Kevin Hart. I really do. Yeah, I do He's too. really funny. Yeah. Nice guy too. But th- that whole idea of crashing your car and then going to the house and then calling nine one one. Right. Well, and they try to make it look like he jogged all the way. No, he jogged. Didn't. He was in a car accident. <laughs> he was in a car accident for Christ's sake. And I'm thinking, was he making out with the dude? Well, I'm just wondering if there's a little hide the banana going on. There's something, something going know, on. Something like that. And I mean, and then I. I've been at the club where in LA, <clears throat> Laugh Factory, comedy where Kevin Hart will show up and do 20 minutes and can't be a nicer guy. He's, he's right, probably nice. the biggest comedian in the world right now. Yeah, one of them for you sure. You want him for sure. And he's so funny and so great. But I think, but we, I was telling Brian this when we were driving to your show this morning with everything brilliant, there's something off. Yes. You can't be this brilliant and amazing and that's, not have something that's off. A fact. Yeah. You're right about that. There's something you know, wrong with you if you're that in. You know, if you're that funny, first mm-hmm. of all, that funny or famous, or like. famous. Yeah, there's. I, yeah, I always thought he was trying to kill himself. Kevin Hart. No, well, maybe, uh, maybe he was. Like it, yeah, yeah, yeah maybe he yeah. was. Why would he do that? Because of that whole sexual thing that he went through just now. Didn't he? Didn't he tell a bunch of? Was it sexual jokes that he was telling back? Oh, like no, it was that gay ago? jokes. Oh, yeah. gay, yeah. That was yeah. stupid. He he should yeah, have hosted the Oscars. He did it 14 years ago, and they were digging away. Yeah. Even Ellen. Yeah. Ellen went on and said, look, he's a good guy. I love Ellen. She's yeah, awesome. She's and you know what? And now she's, she's under great. heat now for this yeah. thing with George Bush. I know why. 
And I think what's Jesus. And, and you know, Tom, what's happening? I think to the extreme left, they're going so left, they're turning around the corner and coming, coming right to the right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's un- well. In my opinion, I said this morning on on the morning show. The far right and the far left are all Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. a bunch of Nazis. They're getting together now. They are getting together yeah. now. It's like, it's my a, God. It's a new form of bullying. Yeah, it is. You're absolutely right. They, I mean, they've taken it to a point where it started off as let's be nicer to each other to uh-huh. they figure out there's power in it. and then Oh, yeah. The majority of people will do anything for right. power, even if it means joining up. Joining up. Lynch mob. Your enemy's right. my enemy, right? Mm-hmm. And right. then they found out there was money in it. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but all it is is the newest form of bullying. That's all it is. You're because you beat right people that. into submission and you make them think your way. I just don't know how anybody's got the balls these days. It's not like when I was a kid, I'll tell you that, because if you pulled out of a parking lot and somebody threw a plastic bottle or a parking cone at your car, you're going to get your ass handed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. And apparently that doesn't happen anymore. No. But look at Howard Stern's going on Ellen's show Monday. Oh, is he? Like, he oh, makes fun of her all the time. He does, yeah. But she's, and all of a I sudden, like but she's cool. And all of a sudden, hey, Stern's on Ellen. Mm-hmm. So what's it telling you? And I, think, and I think, like you said, Tom, what's happening now, I think power is power now. If I can team up yep. with you, yep. I'll make fun of you, but hey, look, uh, we're both multimillionaires. Yep. Let's get together and show everybody that we're pals. That's exactly right. 100% correct. Yeah. But look. I mean, Ellen steps up. What I like about her, she's no BS. You know, right. I like him. I yeah. like him. You know, I'm not going to pretend I don't like someone right. like George W. Bush if he's right. my friend. I, plus, the fact, being friends with George W. Bush is bad for her now. How? How? how, how he's not the president right. anymore. Yeah, he's What's, years removed. Years removed. Who cares? Right? And he's, right. he's, he's done some great humanitarian. He's friends with Michelle Obama. Oh, they're best friends. They're best friends. I was say every time he sees a certain woman, he hands her candy. He does. Michelle Obama. Yeah. Michelle Obama and him are buddies. She even said that he was very supportive of her foundations and stuff. Mm-hmm. He owns half of Texas anyway. Yes, I feel does. bad for Jeb. I know Jeb is, Jeb is the, oh God. It all started yeah, when they guy. named him Jeb. Remember, yeah. remember, Red, remember, you know this, Red Buttons never got a presidency. Oh, God. Jeb, because you got George, George W. Mm-hmm. And Jeb was clearly the smarter one. He is, yeah, but I agree. The personality of, like, a letter opener. Right. Yeah. I no. think, right? I don't no, know. I think you're well, right Well, wasn't he kind that. of like the, the apple of his dad's eye? Like, Jeb was, like, supposed to be the... The son the that made it and pre- be a president. I think that's and, true, yeah. You know. Was he the governor of Florida? Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Florida governor. That's okay, right. Jeb, you go to Florida. <laughs> yeah, we'll be in Texas. <laughs> Nothing no, we'll be in Texas. across the Gulf of Mexico over there in Florida. <laughs> yeah, you go to Florida, right, Jeb? You go to the Gators. I don't know what he did to piss off the family. I don't know what that's all and about. Remember they spent how much money on the campaign? Remember oh, they yeah. spent... And one month they'd spent something like fifty million. God! But he went against Trump, and then Trump was the master of divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! He made fun of all of them. Look at little Marco Rubio. Look at this. And I'm thinking to myself, this guy's brilliant. Mm-hmm. He's dividing and conquering everybody. And I mean, it was like it was. I think it was a joke that turned into a the like that Robin Williams movie where he's a talk show host. Oh, oh yeah! yeah. He becomes yeah. president. He yeah. becomes president. Yeah, because people vote. Wrote him in, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's probably right. And it dates back to one of those uh, White House correspondence dinners mm-hmm. under the uh, Obama administration. Mm-hmm. 
but Trump was there. Why don't you finish your lunch before you move? What the hell are you doing down there? What do you got? What do you have down there? Just a sandwich. Oh, down from downstairs. Mm-hmm. Oh, Alex is very, very happy about that sandwich. Nice. I know. <laughs> they have oh, gluten-free bread, so I'm see, happy. See, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. No, I was going to say, um, and Obama made fun of Trump at one of them. Yeah. And he, from that point, basically sat there and was, I'm going to get even. Yeah, oh, yes. Or I'm going to get take your job. Yep. True. No, that's exactly right. I don't know. Who knows? I, I I would like to point to one person and go, hey, they should be the next president. But I don't have anybody. You I know? Do. Could you? One person. Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. I like her. Tom Bernard for president. Yeah, can like you imagine being president? Bring, let's bring You're some straightforward Tom Bernard for president. I'm not taking this bullshit. <laughs> exactly. Get out. Get out of there. Could you imagine? I went to a taping of the Bill Maher show with a friend from Canada. Oh, my God. And, and, but I, I never been, but she sat beside me in the green room. I didn't know who she was. I thought, she's kind of cute. And then she came out and did the interview with Bill. And I thought it was interesting. I oh, thought Tulsi. Tulsi. Yeah, she's good and looking. And she's from Hawaii. She's a veteran. Wait, you can't say she's good looking. You're no, sexist. Sorry. Sorry, You're terrible. Sorry. She's an uh, she's an attractive woman. Is that she's allowed? Handsome woman. How about a handsome, handsome woman? woman? <laughs> no, but she's a mom. She's uh, she was uh, was a was she a medic, a marine? Yeah. I mean, she served her country. She's yep, love her. They're trying to push her out. I they think. are. They are. I like yeah, her. I do too. I like her. And who do you like? You. Me? Yeah. I should be president? Yeah, Tom Bernard TP for president. I'm going to ask not what your country can do for you. I'll just get the, uh, take on the Boston accent, you know. <laughs> I'll kill someone by drowning them in a car. Yeah, whatever it takes, man. Here's what I love about that. You can't be friends with George W. Bush, but it's okay that Bill Clinton rapes women. What? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> How was, what? Really? Okay. See those pictures around on Facebook oh. and stuff? They're coming out with him with, with these... Women who are friends <laughs> in Moscow at three in the morning. <laughs> so we're not being with your scene, right? Yeah, with yeah, all those things. And they're leaking out these pictures. Oh, but to what but, end? I what know. Uh, if you're not in the White House anymore, what difference uh, does it make? Well, I understand that, but that's why you don't go after George Bush or Bill Clinton. No. Who gives a rat? Yeah. Who cares? I could care less what Clinton's doing. Exactly. Bill. <clears throat> yeah, Bill. Yeah, let's call him Bill. Let's call him Bill. Bill. Hey, exactly, Bill. Right. I did notice something that I want to get you guys' opinion on, because uh, Good Morning America had Hillary and Chelsea Clinton on together, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I did notice that the entire interview, like, like so, so Chelsea's sitting here and Hillary's sitting here. So the whole interview, Chelsea's sitting like this, right? And the whole interview, Hillary's sitting like this. She leaned away from her daughter. It was really weird. Oh. Such a motherly thing, isn't <laughs> Such it? Such a mother. Yeah, she leaned, her daughter leaned into her, and then she leaned, leaned away, away from her daughter. Wow. I thought, that's really weird. She's cold. Yeah. Seems to be. I think yeah. the Americans, you remember she says, I'm a mother, I'm a grandmother. I, don't, I saw her sitting in the living room with the servants. On her BlackBerry right. texting, what you know, I never got the impression from her that she was a mother or a, a yeah. grandmother. Right. Yeah. But at least the thing about Donald, when he walked out, he was the chairman. He was the boss. You got the body language from him. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna oh, run this. I'm gonna run this bitch, and he did. <laughs> yeah. I, but he, but he, I think a lot of people physically responded to his body language. Mm-hmm. That I think it is wasn't true. the br- brilliant babble. Yeah, he yeah. does this all the time for a reason. 
He does right. the whole. Hey. I, I'm open to you. Mm-hmm. You start doing I'm this stuff. I'm here to help. People. I'm here. Yes, I'm here to help. Yeah, that's whoever whoever his people are behind the scenes are doing a good job yeah. with that stuff. Yeah. But Obama was probably the slickest. He's very slick, very yeah. smart, <clears throat> very good looking, uh, uh, very warm. Like I mean, you when you saw him, you were like. I want to be his buddy, yeah. you know. Like yeah, you want I can to see do, that. and I mean, things worked out for him. He's got a hundred million dollar deal with Netflix. Right. He'll be a billionaire within. He'll the be next a billionaire. All of these yeah, Democrats who are billionaires, and we got to help people out. But I'm, I'm going on a Crystal Cruise Lines cruise first, and then I'm gonna come back and let's do let's do something for you, common folk. Yeah, for you, common folk. I, I you know, that whole deal is just honest to God. <laughs> I'm going to go do this, and you wait here in your hovel, right. and then I'll be back. I had a manager like that in L.A. who would tell me, you know, you know, he's a Democrat. And he'd tell me, and he worked with the Democrats, and he worked on the campaigns. Mm-hmm. And he would tell me all this stuff, and i go, no, you're right. And then he, and then he would say to me, I go, we're going to get together next week? No, I'm going. He goes, I'm going on a cruise with Flavor Flav, Ron Popeil, remember that? I'm sure the cap and Kirk Kerkorian. They were buddies. Corey's like a hundred. Yeah, that was. I'm going back a few years. He's dead. He's dead. Oh, he's dead. No, that's right. He's dead. And he goes, "I go, where are you going? Oh, we're going on a Crystal Cruise Lines, which is about eighteen grand a week. Oh, I think it's more. Maybe more. Oh, I think. And I said, "Oh, I'm glad you're for the people." The eighteen grand a week is the shitholes that you and I can afford. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the ship's a little spin. Yeah, and it would be like <laughs> And I don't know, man. I'd still tell you that's still twenty five hundred bucks a day, man. That's a yeah, lot of that's money. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Whoo that's a but lot that, of money. But that but that you know, but this goes to show you, like do as I say, not as I do. Oh, there's no doubt about that. And people one. can't refute that. And I go, look, it's the same thing. It's like there's, I, I've never said there's anything wrong with having money. No. But there's nothing it. wrong with it. But at the same time, don't pretend that we need to do all this stuff yeah. while you're doing this stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. Be honest about it, at least. No, you're absolutely right. There are people uh, out there, honestly. God, I have some friends, uh, a couple of friends. The guy's a billionaire. Right. Every time he needs something, he asks me if I'll do it for free. Every time. Now you know why he's a billionaire. And now I know why he's a billionaire. Right, yeah. Hey, Tom, can you do this for me? I'm like, well, how about a contribution? Yeah, yeah. how about uh, yeah, pay me what everybody else pays me? Right, nah, exactly. No, they don't want to yeah, do it like that. They don't want to do that. It's like, what? It's just so odd. You're a billionaire, for You're God's sake. You're a billionaire. Sake. What do you care, right? Oh, God, we got to take a break. Man, this is flying uh, After you come back, I can tell you a funny story about I, Billionaire. I love your funny stories. And, and, and I don't want to, I can't say the name, but I'll tell you what happened. For come a gig. On, say the name just for okay. <laughs> We'll be right back with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. 
Once again, I'm the not ever mind. I'm deeply hurt. That's all I know. I was just telling Angelo and Brian the no, no, it's that dick pic's way too big to be you. But anyway, uh, thank you so much for that. Honest to God, it, it, it's airdrop. I guess is that the, the yeah. problem with airdrop? Airdrop. They, people just Bluetooth. I, I know Dave. He'll be like, "Oh, you want a dick pic?" I'm like, "Sure," just because I know he's joking. Then he'll send me pictures of Richard Nixon. Richard, your dick pic. Here you yep. go. There's your dick pic. Oh, <laughs> wasn't, and he was fighting, so that would be good. That <clears throat> all works out. Yet. Anyway, you were going to tell a story. Yes, yeah, it's, it's funny talking about you said billionaires who want things for free. I uh, it was I was uh, I was supposed to do an event. For uh, a billionaire who owns a hockey club in Canada. Okay. That's all I can say to him. Right. Right. And uh, he said, yeah, I agreed. I gave him a good price. I said, yeah, let's do it. Then he called back and saying, it, it doesn't fit the budget for the event. I'm like, dude, you're worth, <laughs> what, $3 billion? $3 billion, yeah. I met you up for four, five, six thousand dollars 6000 They said to my management, it doesn't fit our budget. But you called me. That's what I'm saying. It's funny that it's amazing how people with that much money can it look is. at you and say, you know, that five thousand you were going to charge us, or with ten or whatever, right. doesn't fit our budget. Way too much. Way too much. I know. But but and they justify it. They do every. They absolutely. Well, it's a literally. lot of money. And what I really like are the <laughs> second and third generation billionaires. You never did a damn Nothing. thing. Right, yeah. And now you're an expert on how to spend money. Right. Oh, okay. Well, I, Jeff Bezos' wife became the richest woman in the world. In the world, yeah. What, $47 billion or something? Just, and he's still the richest man in the world. She had she had two titles now. She is the richest woman in the world and has the longest neck of any living human. <laughs> that neck is like this long. Have you ever noticed that? Like giraffe. You got like a yeah, giraffe yeah. neck. Have you ever noticed that, Andy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! His, his wife. She's like. Guys, for the whole. What are you, you bangy? Maybe she's into uh, the rings around the neck. Yeah, ubangi. Maybe. Oh, how about that now? The Uganda released the info this morning. They're going to kill all gay people in Uganda. They're going to kill them all. Just kill them. That's apparently just going to kill them all. It's like, gee, what is that? You know, United States and Canada are not bad places. We're not bad places <laughs> we're at not, all. We're no. Doing okay. No. We're going to kill all the gay people. So they, yeah, they, they, they announced up. that they're going to kill all the gay people in Uganda. Well, That's, how would they know? Yeah, who the hell's going to tell them? Say, what do you think? Oh, yeah. it's all vagina for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why would you tell them anything else? I in mean, this seriously. day and age, in this day and age, you think they're still doing stuff like this? I know. They're killing <clears throat> gay people, and we're getting uh, chastised for using trigger words. Mm-hmm. No, hey, let's go right. there and, right, exactly. and, and and say something uh, that's uh, you know off color or whatever. Now, once again, here's the here, here's the news media covering the story. Critics say, this is the headline about killing all the gay people in Uganda. Critics say Revive Bill in Uganda will fire up more hatred. Oh, really? Really? You know, wipe wow. out tens of thousands of people might get you somebody pissed off? Who'd have thunk it? Who would have ever thought that was going to happen? But they have a history of this. Remember? Yeah, they do. Yes, they do. When they when they pulled the airliner in uh, Entebbe and they had all taking all the Jews off the airplane, yep. And, yep. and I mean, and then you have all this. Uh, I mean, they sent in a special Netanyahu's brother was the one that died rescuing all those right, people. Right. And then James McAvoy, when he was in the movie The King of Scotland, 
Because I'm trying to act like I'm all knowledgeable about this. I actually saw the movie. <laughs> well, you know, there you go. That's good. No, but it was good, good because I didn't realize that EDMN had this obsession with Scottish people. Oh, yeah. The last King of Scotland. Last King of Scotland, yeah, right? Absolutely. He had this obsession with it, you he know, did. to be Scottish. The Forrest Whitaker. But Forrest, he, was, yeah. he was good in Phenomenal. it, man. Phenomenal. Yeah, he was, was so great. good in that. And James McAvoy. I love him, too. <laughs> James McAvoy's really good. Yeah. What the hell is the name of that? Split? The name of the movie we oh. played like twelve different people. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that one there. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. No, it was not. It was the best of those three movies. Yeah, I yeah. agree. You're absolutely right. Hey, Tommy, I was talking to this bro. I want to ask you if I can ask you a question. Yes, sir. What was the first movie you ever saw as a kid? Because we have, I have a disturbing one. But what was the first one first you saw? Movie as I said that I remember seeing as a yeah, kid. Yeah, as a kid. Yeah, it's not pleasant. No, Psycho. Psycho. Wow, that was the first movie I ever. No. I, saw, I saw The Godfather. Well, you saw the first movie you ever saw was The Godfather? Like seven years old. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, Luca brought you with the ice pick and wow. the heck of it. Because, you know, it's funny now. I was saying to Brian this morning, I go, you know, we were talking about where to take your kid to movies and this and what's appropriate because the Joker is out now. Yeah. yeah. And I thought my dad took us two movies ever. My Greek father took us to. My Greek father. My Greek father took us to <laughs> The Godfather at the theater. Oh, I loved it. And then there was a drive-in theater up in Canada one summer night, and he took us to a movie called A Clockwork Orange. Oh, <laughs> wow. What? Like, talk about yeah. wow. And the old man didn't have a clue. He knew what The Godfather was. He well, let's go here. <laughs> we'll take the family to see A Clockwork Orange. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I, I remember them vividly. That's why I thought I'd ask you. Psych. That is so weird that you're bringing that up because you and I have some things in common. Because my father, who was gone by the time I was 10, he was hospitalized for the right. rest of my pretty much. He took us to one drive-in. I remember one drive-in when I was a little kid. And I don't remember the name of the movie, but I do remember the movie was about a guy who kills his wife. And I thought, why? <laughs> The hell are you bringing me to this movie? Like, really? Was, your dad had a pattern. Yeah, he had a pattern, all right. With Psycho. <laughs> but it's funny, though, because... But Psycho, yeah, was the first Because movie. what's appropriate now, right, to go yeah. see movies? Like, somebody said... Somebody told me... Well, we heard somebody say that they took the seven, six-year-old to see the Joker. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I heard that's not a good idea. No. And that, I'm like, that's what I well, heard. Yeah. One night we we're like, oh, look, we rented Brightburn. <coughs> I don't know if you. Well, I heard of that's it. good. It it actually is good, and I'm like, <coughs> okay, did, it's kind of good. like the polar opposite of Spider-Man or, or Superman, yeah. or Superman yeah. growing up. So instead of him being good, he's you know Easy. bad. Right. And I didn't, oh my gosh, that was so graphic. And I had my seven-year-old watching it. I was Uh-oh. covering up his eyes. I'm like, no, you know. And, um, yeah, it was kind of, it wasn't meant for <sighs> the young, I felt bad. <laughs> Andy, what year did Psycho come out? Oh, gosh. Do you have any idea? Late 60s? Uh, I thought it was like 1960. Oh, 60. Oh, so I was eight years old. Eight years wow. old. That's just wonderful. Mm. I, I was about the same age. Psycho. Mm-hmm. The I Godfather. do remember when they spun the chair around and the skeletons in it. I was like, yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to have a heart attack. With the mother. <laughs> With the mother, yeah, exactly. And that whole, no, man. I was like, oh, God. Oh, man, that was weird. But you know what's weird? I've liked horror movies ever since. Sure. I don't like slasher movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. gory movies I don't I like I'm suspenseful, yes. kind of play with your mind. You never really see the monster. Right. 
I like that. Yeah. Well, that was Hitchcock that defined that. Oh, he yeah, was absolutely. doing it without the actual yeah. slash. Yeah. 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 I love the fact that he poured Hershey syrup down the drain in yeah. the Lake, though. How cool is that? It that looks Hershey. Like was it Hershey? It looks like it was Hershey's Hershey syrup. syrup. Yeah. He was a smart guy. Yeah. Smart Apparently, guy. if you were a woman and worked for him, it wasn't very pleasant. No, yeah, he was kind of grabby. Nah, he was very <laughs> grabby. He was grabby grabbers. He was grabby grabbers. He was grabby grabbers. Hello, darling. You want to be in my film. Oh, <laughs> Tom, you would love the first, because I was sitting there trying to think, The Mac. What's The Mac? It was a movie. You ta- oh, you're talking about Dolomite? No, The Mac. I thought the Mac. Dolomite made The Mac. No, no. Mac, 1973. What is it? It's, it was another form of, It had Richard like, Pryor in it. Well, then I must have seen it if yeah. Pryor was in it. I All saw it. Mac. Was it a slasher? Or no, it was comedy? doing the black exportation movie. Yeah, it was oh, basically right. Dolomite. Uh, yeah. It was, do- it was yeah. basically Dolomite, but not Dolomite. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because I do remember, was it JR's Revenge, I think it was, where where a uh, black pimp gets a, gets a, well, he's like the, the devil moves in on him, right? You ever see, J- I think it's, J- no. it's either JT's Revenge or JR's Revenge. I can't remember one. But it's a guy, and he's pimped out to the max. He's got the big slouch hats yeah. and the, you know, the feather boa for the collar, and, and he gets possessed by the devil. It's hilarious. I gotta Honestly, watch that. Oh, you gotta watch it because it's like <laughs> sounds funny. Let me just tell you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like all of a sudden, the devil's calling everybody a motherfucker. It's, yeah, well, well, well. <laughs> it's a great. What well, fits in with the culture, so we have to do that. That's hilarious. <laughs> no movies like that. You know, those are coming back now. Those movies, because uh, Eddie Murphy just did Dolomite, yeah, right? He just so. did Dolomite, yeah. I want to see Dolomite. I want to see it too. I do too. I'm so, one of the white, a few white people on earth who even knows who the hell Dolomite is. <laughs> Samuel L. did uh, Shaft. He did Shaft. Shaft. Yeah, then he yeah. did New Shaft. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I loved all that stuff. Oh, the, he'll like this story. It's yeah. A very quick story. I've told it a number of times in the show, but it's worth telling. Shaft comes out, right? I'm at the Paradise Theater in North Minneapolis watching the movie. We're a couple of minutes in. Shaft's in bed with two women, a white woman and a black woman. And they're all naked from the waist up. And they got the, you know, the, like the blankets at their lap. So they're all right. naked from the waist up. And remember back in the old days when they would open a door of theater, it would light up a little bit mm-hmm. because, you know, they didn't have the double doors which would seal the light out. You see the light up, so you know somebody just came through the back door of the theater. And, and about two steps in, the guy goes... Look at them titties. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> the greatest, That's hilarious. That's Look at them titties. Look at them titties. <laughs> I miss that about going going to things on the north side. In the yeah. north side of, uh, Mini- of Minneapolis. Uh, Minneapolis. Yeah. But unfortunately, if you go over there now and see a movie, then you end up getting shot. You're the one who gets shot, not the person in not the, the movie. Not the person in the movie. Yeah, not good. Man, it's every day now, JB. Yeah. Every day in Minneapolis and every day in St. Paul, somebody gets shot to death. Really? Huh? Yep. Well, every day. Every day. Well, if people would stop pissing me off, then... Well, yeah. Brian's had enough of your shit. <laughs> but so it, you better it, straighten it away. It gets back to the earlier part of the show. Those two young mares. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Oh, yeah. You're 100% right. Let's it's, hug everybody. Right. Well, Chris no Rock said, we need bullies. Yeah, you do. Bullies taught us how to deal with things. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Well, look at New York with this this mayor. I mean, Giuliani changed New York. It's a fact. Uh, yeah. They cleaned it up, 42nd yeah. Street. And it is it de Blasi? The, what's that mayor's de Blasio. name? De Blasio. De Blasio. De Blasio. 
Warren he has screwed up the whole city now. Do you know that's his real name? That's his real name? Andy, what's his real name? Warren Wilhelm. Warren Wilhelm is his real name. Warren, Warren Wilhelm. Wilhelm. I'm was in he, New York. Was so he a Nazi? Bill what was he? <laughs> why he changed his name. Because it's Warren Wilhelm. <laughs> his fake name sounds more Italian. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't know that. Yep. He's married to a sister, you know, JB. Didn't know that. Oh, you didn't? I did not know that either. Not the most attractive woman I've ever seen. <laughs> so, so at least she's smart. She's a very nice person. She's a very pleasant person. She has person a great personality. Great personality. <laughs> I think she's actually very, very smart. Yeah. This is one of the reasons he married her, because she's a very, very bright person. Sure. And I'm sure he's attractive. That's not what I'm saying. It's so just... why did he change his name? Because uh, I think he hated his dad. It was one of those deals that I, I hate, so, I hate yeah. daddy. I think so de Blasio was name. like his mom's name. I think it was his Maiden mother's name. name. Yes. yes <clears throat> I think so, yeah. So he went with de Blasio. Plus, it also gets... Sounds more New York. Yep, exactly. Oh, Vil- Wilhelm. 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 I am from Austria. <laughs> if we in the war, my grandfather was making chocolates. <laughs> Just making chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Hey, you know, it all works out in the end. I, I did love living in New York back in the day. They lived there from like 80 to 86, something like that. It's a great love, city, isn't it? Just love living there. Nobody... The, one of the great things, and you would know this, is that you and I are about a foot taller and a lot wider than people in New York. In New York. Man. Like, broad-shouldered people do not exist in New York. No, no. you got to be narrow. No. Yeah, they got to be the narrow shoulders, and they're about five foot six. New York. And I got yes. yelled at by my agent because we came out of, the, uh, out of the steakhouse, and I said, my God, you people are tiny. And she goes, you're such a, what would you call me, a savage? It was something <laughs> like a savage. Yeah, she was not happy that I was because I was pointing out to people in the street how tiny they were. Yeah, because they I are tiny drinking. in New York. <laughs> you know, you're little. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not the best thing to do. Oh Funny. God, it was the greatest though. It New York's was. great city. Good restaurants. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, you ever been to Peter Luger Steakhouse? Oh yes, that's a great. Matter of fact, my friend's wife <laughs> used to run the place. She was, wow, she was terrific. Yeah, Mitch Dolan. I used to. Mitch Dolan used to be the head of uh, radio, ABC Radio, back when Disney owned it. Mm-hmm. You talk about working for a dream outfit, man. Yeah. Disney, really? You need something? Uh, we'll send ten of them. Wow. Whatever you needed, man, you got immediately. It was amazing. Sure. And they, they bought everything now. They bought Star Wars and Marvel. Yep. And they have a streaming channel coming out. Yeah. My, my, I, I, have, I have shares in Disney. I don't know I do too. Andy yeah, does, my, too. Yeah, yeah. My wife goes there every week. So that's <laughs> oh, that I, is having a share, I have not, 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 <laughs> non-participating shares, Tom. That's right. I have eight. I'm married to Disney-holic, man. She's got problems. I I mean, she's there all the time. I have eight real shares. Eight, Tell your wife to keep buying. Really? Yeah, Yeah, because when uh, Disney owned the station, I was an employee of the station. So wow. I actually got shares of Disney I got, no, I got nothing. I, got I wasn't an employee. I was a private contractor. So oh, I got yeah. yeah. Like, what the hell is that? Where are my Disney shares? Where's my Disney? <laughs> and now with that new streaming channel, they're going to kill it. Yeah. Oh, they are. The yeah, Disney they're going to hurt Plus. Netflix real bad they with are. that. Yep. Yeah, but look what Netflix did. They bought uh, 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 Seinfeld. and mm-hmm. they're, they're smart. And now this new movie, which I'm waiting for, Tom, is The Irishman. Oh, The Irishman. Yeah, it's coming with to Netflix. Pacino, De Niro. It's got The Irishman with all Italians. Yeah. With all Italians. All yeah. Italians in it, which I think is great. Uh, four, four Italians and a Jew. Yeah. Because you yeah. got Harvey Keitel. Right, Harvey Keitel. But that, look, that movie looks dope. I tell you what, Harvey Keitel and that, and that uh, was it Bugsy? 
The movie Bugsy. Yeah. yeah. He was fucking he's great. He's a good actor. Oh, my great God. Actor. He was good in that movie. He's good. And then uh, there's uh, what, uh, the comedian, uh, uh, a friend of mine, Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh, Maniscalco, yeah. He plays Crazy Joe Gallo. Oh, does this. he? And, he, and Sebastian was also last year on The Green Book. Yeah, he was that good one in, best good film. Yeah, he was good in it. So yep. he's going to be in a couple. I, I have a feeling he's going to be back-to-back Oscar-winning films. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's any good, the uh, Breaking Bad movie drops today on Netflix. Yes. And people oh, will today. watch that for Does nostalgia really? alone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I never saw the series. Oh, Are you serious? I never I saw, saw it. I never oh, seen it. It's good. Is it good? Really? It's phenomenal. I didn't watch it the first run through when it was on TV because I'm like, God, this thing's so kind of depressing and dark. But then my husband's like, let's binge watch it. So I did. And it's actually really funny. It's funny. Yeah. yeah. It's got some yeah. Good yeah. funny parts, some good Which one of your five husbands was that? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Liz Taylor? Liz Taylor. <laughs> Every, every Taylor. listening, who's Liz Taylor? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who's Liz Taylor? That's going to do it. We'll talk to you on Monday with the family.